Hello. Just a few things. The podcast is going to start later. I've just come from a meeting at another podcast where I was officially offered a better job, a better co-hosting role. And as you know, taking that pod would mean you lose your pod. And I'd just like to say that's why I told them to shove their pod up their asses. Yeah. Yeah, we both are. So hip, 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 hooray for Sam. No, 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 stop it, stop it. So uh, anyway, yeah, let's let's crack on with another episode. Let's uh, let's rock. No, Steve, you got you got a kick in there when I say when I say let's rock. When do that thing with my hand. When I do that, ah, oh, let's let's rock. Sex bomb, sex bomb. Yeah. You're a sex bomb. You can give it to me when I need to come along. Give it sex bomb, sex bomb. You're my sex bomb. fun runs in two years. <laughs> David, what we call him. What do you face? What happened? Who loves your baby? <laughs> That's a landslide. David. How are we doing then? All right? I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. Good. I'm a bit poorly. I'm feeling a bit better now. Passed on to you. Yeah, that's um, that's to be expected, I guess. Illness spreads, germs get passed on. All that kissing we've been doing. Yeah, not not in that way. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm taking one for the team this week. Um, hopefully, I don't sound as bad as I feel. But you know, I'll be here. Like I said, I'm not leaving. We have got disability quotas. <laughs> um, I'm not disabled. Just small. I don't think. <laughs> Children aren't disabled. Yeah, they're just small. Um, moving swiftly on, I've got a little bit of housekeeping to do before we get cracking. Um, as ever. Yeah, as ever, I'll sort of uh, tidy up, sort things out. Um, a few people have been in touch. Our biggest fan has been in touch. Uh, got to give a big shout out to Hannah. Hannah, you know who you are. Um, she sent us in a, a picture, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, what do you reckon? Picture of Brent that she did on her on her iPad. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's what? a good. It's, it's a good thing that she's got it into us on an audio podcast. Yeah, I think pictures on an audio podcast is is the way to go. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm sure the listeners will be uh, flooding in with interactions with uh, with that one. Tell us what they thought fair, of the picture. We could tweet that, couldn't we? We could if we could be bothered. Yeah, yeah. we're not gonna, but we could. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what what do they think we are? <laughs> Made of tweets. Um, but no, Hannah. Thank you very much. We do appreciate it. Um, if anyone else wants to send us a picture that we can't show anyone else, then <laughs> please do send them in. Um, you've been running a Twitter poll, or we've been running a Twitter poll, I should say. You've you've launched it. Um, yeah. It's currently at, I think, it's 52%. 52%. 48% for me, for who's the, who the board of directors are going to vote for UK manager. Safe to say it's not a landslide. Well, when you've got fifty two percent of the population behind you. <laughs> you gotta be careful with fifty two percent. Will of the people and yeah. all that. Well, there's gonna be a second referendum. I was say, I'm sure there'll be a second <laughs> vote. <laughs> oh political. Um yeah, we don't want to offend anyone, so we're perfectly neutral. Yeah. Yeah. Leave means leave. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody foreigners. <laughs> um Women and foreigners and disabled. That's it. They're all coming here, <laughs> taking our jobs, getting on our podcasts. Um, so that's a few things. Yeah, we needed to uh, get out there before we um, before we cracked on. So, what have we got for today? What's today's episode? Uh, it's the last one in the series. Um, last yeah. one, series one, episode six, judgment. Um, and this is the episode that we find out essentially what happens with the What's branches. What's going on? Yeah. Um, yeah, it kicks off with a bit of a uh, interesting intro. Um, David's got the hard task of getting rid of one of the warehouse guys, um, and he doesn't seem to be taking it very well. No, it's it's a good um, it's a good it's a good scene because from our point of view, it, it brings back more and more midgets. 
And, um, <laughs> Anything for midgets. You, you know how uh, midgets and dwarves. You know how they float my boat. <laughs> I don't, and I don't want, <laughs> and I don't want to know. <laughs> don't check my hard drive. You <laughs> yeah, no need to check. No need to check. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's um, one of the things. Talk about Anton again. Anton, our old friend. Anton gets a shout out, doesn't he? Well, are you keeping Anton on because he's disabled? Anton's not disabled. He's a midget, David. Yeah, but you're not disabled if you're a midget, are you? That's not a disability, that's just small. Yeah, no. Uh, Ronnie Corbett doesn't get special treatment, does he? Ronnie Corbett's five foot. Anton's three foot four. So are some children. Children don't get special favours. Children aren't disabled, are they? The whole discussion turns um, a bit sour, really, doesn't it? When uh, Brent's basically trying to say that, you know, it's not my decision, um, it's out of my hands. Um, but I'm having to let you go, and the guy's not having it, is he? And no, he just it, wants to be loved. It's a clear, clear um, example of positive discrimination. Is, <laughs> is that a it, thing? Is, does that exist? Of course it does. Do people have quotas to fill? Um, let's not say that that's going to be an official stance that a lot of places would have, but <laughs> I think we all know. Mm, uh, you, you hear things like the Rooney Rule. I mean, that's an official kind of... Um, Discrimination avoiding tactic, I guess, isn't it? It um, is. Do they have that same? Is there a Rooney rule for small people? Um, the Troyer rule. <laughs> God rest his soul. The only midget I could think of. Yeah. Not many famous. Wow. Well, um, no. Steady. Warwick, Warwick Davis. <laughs> yeah, Warwick Davis. How have we not got that? The, the Warwick rule. The Warwick rule. That's maybe you can campaign for that. Yeah, I think we need to move on though. We're getting on <laughs> some shady ground here. <laughs> yeah, what, what are they going to do? Oh, <laughs> you, you can't pick them up. They're not babies. <laughs> yeah, um, they got rights. Well, as I mean, it's, it's early on in the in the episode, but as you can imagine, with any mention of midgets, I am prepared, and I do have a midget quiz. Of course, no, I wouldn't Se- have expected anything second less. Second of the series now. Yeah, and don't expect it to be the last. <laughs> well, basically, here we go. I've got a couple of questions. In fact, I've got, I've got a few. Okay. Um, right, the shortest person on record. <laughs> I don't so know why this that's is like funny. this is like the ultimate midget, if you will. Was is Chandra? That what, is that what they call him? Yeah, it's Chandra Bahadur. Dangy. <laughs> okay. Um, don't ask me where he's from. Oh. He's probably foreign. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and as you can imagine, he's quite a diminutive fellow. Sure. Now, did he stand at 18.5 inches tall? Oh, wow. 20.5 inches tall? Or 21.5 inches tall. How many inches are there in a foot again? Uh, 12, and it. What are, the, what are the options again? 18 is <laughs> the smallest. 18.5. So that's just over one foot. Well, one and a half one and feet. One foot. Wow. He's a small fella. That's, that can't be real, surely. He's a real human. He's a real human. It's from the Guinness Book of World Records, I promise oh, you. Well, it must be real then. Um... I'm I'm stunned a little bit by that. I I just can't. I mean, imagine how. how's it, where does he live? Sure. <laughs> In the nursery rhyme. <laughs> um, it's really offensive. Yeah, I'm I'm really sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with the twenty inches one. Twenty twenty inches. Was it the middle one? It's actually 21.5 inches that, that tall. One. I'm going to go with that you one. You go that one, well done. <laughs> which is 56.4 centimetres. Which when you think about it, when you're at school, and you've got these 30 centimetre rulers. Yeah, a couple of them. Not even two of them. That's um, that's mental, isn't it? How, did he live like a long life, happy life? Or? Uh, from the pictures I saw, he looked like an old bloke. <laughs> Could have just been you small. Do, you do shrink as you get older. Yeah, that's it. There you go. <laughs> In uh, fact, I'm not investigating. He could just be a cheater. He could just be really old. <laughs> Second question. In 2011, a major company was sued for $75,000. Not for abusing dwarves, was it? In Are a we fashion, in trouble? <laughs> oh, in no. a fashion, they were sued for $75,000. Oh, I've given it away, really, with dollars. <laughs> but whatever. $75,000 for 
bought Fire and a Dwarf that asked for a stepladder to help with their day-to-day work? Reasonable request. Was it A, Starbucks? Was it B, Amazon? Was it C, Argos? <laughs> no, it's definitely not Argos. Um, I mean, you probably would need a stepladder in Amazon or Starbucks, but I'm going to go warehousing. Anton, Amazon. It's Starbucks. Ah, oh, no way. Yeah, um, they got fined for dismissal. They said that she would have been a danger to the staff and to customers. What if she's on the stepladder? She's on the stepladder. Well, yeah, fair point. Well, it's not a fair point. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> you ever worked for Starbucks? Uh, yeah, did their HR for a bit. <laughs> Third question. Weightlifter, Rich Willis. <laughs> Real name. He actually weighs 50.6 kilograms and he recently recently lifted a world record amount. Now, was it 95 kilograms? Was it 97.5 kilograms or 100.5 kilograms? Uh, like a deadlift? Yeah. I'm going to go 100, 100k. 100. 97.5. Ah, it's not far off, is it? It's not far off, but it's still wrong. <laughs> True. Your midget quiz knowledge is lacking. I've I'm not afraid. been not been brushing up. I thought I'd got away with it on the first one and then... Uh, yeah, yeah, I've slacked off a bit, really. Took a bit of a break. I'll always come back to get you with a midget quiz. That's the thing. That's the thing about knowledge, isn't it? It's not mm. just passing the test. It's, you know, having it there all the time. It's called an education. <laughs> it's a good thing we're not going to go on about elves. Oh, pixies. Right, last question. Oh, You'll God, be pleased to know. In the UK, you can rent a dwarf. <laughs> can you? Rent a dwarf, rent a midget. Right. You can rent them for hen parties, for stag do's, whatever you want. But they're happy with that, are they? Uh, well, it's their website, is it? It is their website. Or maybe someone's just rounded a few up and is hiring them out. It's cheekyevents.co.uk slash rentamidget if you're <laughs> looking. Are they sponsoring bit, us? Bit of free advertising there. <laughs> um, but basically, <laughs> how much per hour is it to rent a dwarf? Is it A, £50? Is it B, £75? Or is it C, £100? <laughs> Surely it depends what they're doing. No, it's flat rate. <laughs> So for whatever price it is, we can they can they're basically at your beck and call. There may be additional costs depending on if they're having to go into clubs and things like that. Yeah, expenses basically. Yeah, yeah fair enough. And I will I will tune out. There is a minimum three hour period that you've got to rent them for. Yeah, well, that's understandable. They don't want to be popping out for an hour, are they? No. It's just not economical. Um, I can't see it being. It's probably quite niche, but I think they would be able to charge quite a bit. So I'm going to go 75 quid an hour. It's £100 an oh, hour. That's... They might be little fellas, but they're well, coining it in. <laughs> well, we can have a whip round. Absolute bunce. And we could, I don't know. To be fair. Get a guest on. <laughs> we'll get him a stepladder. <laughs> I would get fined for that. £100 an hour, I will let people toss me around. <laughs> And not in that way. <laughs> Don't be coarse. Oh, that's too much. Um, but yeah, 300 quid minimum, three hours work, you know. To get lobbed about, be happy with that, wouldn't you? This is good as Brent, that is. What sort of things did they um, do on the site? What could, what could Did they have like any um, reviews or... Uh, no, I didn't of... go that in depth. Oh, that's disappointing. I've wanted, wanted prices. I'm, I'm working on stats here, mate. <laughs> it's all about facts, figures. Yeah. I'm not going. I'm not going more in depth than that. Um, well, that's a educational quiz. I'm sure we've all learned a lot. Yeah, well, there you go. Steve, what's your tipple? Me, lager. How would you like a free case of craft beer? Yeah, sure. Well, the guys at uh, beer52.com have been in touch. And with their help, we can now reward our listeners with a free case of special beers. Beer 52 is the world's most popular monthly craft beer discovery club, searching out incredible and exclusive small batch craft beers from the world's greatest breweries and bringing them back for their members. This month's beers have come all the way from Korea. As part of Beer 52's Korea Month, try amazing beers from Korea's greatest breweries, such as the Booth Blackcurrant Milkshake IPA, Magpie with their incredible Daydream Oatmeal IPA, and a special Beer 52 and Korea collab with their One Day, One Korea Ginseng and Sancho Saison. Do you like darker beers? Get yourself the mixed case. Like lighter beers? Get the light case. It's easy. 
different drinks for different needs. You'll be able to read all about the beers and learn more about how they are made in the 100-page Ferment magazine included in the box. As a listener of our show, you can try your first case for free. Just pay $5.95 postage. That's eight incredible craft beers, Ferment magazine, and a snack delivered next day shipping. It's a no-brainer. There's no minimum commitment. You can just take the free case, try the beers, see what you think. If it's not for you, you can pause, cancel, anytime. Just visit www.beer52.com forward slash out of office and claim your free case today. That's beer52.com. So the word beer, numbers52.com forward slash out of office and the beers are yours. So for our listeners, Steve, the drinks are on us. In us. It's cutbacks being what they are. You know, you are one of the unlucky ones. Or one of the lucky ones, in my opinion. <laughs> so there he is already trying to kind of make light of the fact that this guy's losing his job. Um, yeah, you're one of the saying, lucky ones. Yeah, saying it's out of his hands and that, in his opinion, he's one of the lucky ones. And if that was you, wouldn't you just go, well, why don't you fuck off then? Yeah, if it's that bad. Yeah. yeah. I quite like working in the warehouse with Anton. Top bloke. <laughs> oh, Should yeah. he be working there? Should he be working there? If nothing else with this scene, we, we do get an education as to what constitutes a dwarf and what constitutes a midget. Yeah, I think that's a fair uh, point. And to be fair, we probably need to take some of that on board. Yeah, the bloody hormones. <laughs> I know the ones. I know the ones. <laughs> that's one of my favourite parts of the episode, is his little movement there. It's a shame that yeah we can't recreate that from a visual point. It's becoming it's... a bit of a theme on this episode, isn't it? <laughs> Let's do, yeah, let's just, I mean, turn the mic off and just do a mime <laughs> or sign language. <laughs> Whether or not Anton is indeed a midget or a dwarf... No, he's or... a midget. What's the difference? Well, a dwarf is someone who has disproportionately short arms and legs. Oh, I know the ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What I do love about all this scene as well is, um, why has he got the workmen there? <laughs> yeah. a, it's a redundancy meeting. <laughs> Why has he just got some random computer operator bloke there? How long are you going to be, mate? <laughs> it, just, if, it just gets involved as well, doesn't it? But if you were the if you were the person having that redundancy meeting, would you be like, um, what's this? And Garrison there, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that's probably um, you could say he's shadowing or he's you know he's learning the right taking notes. He's the note assistant taker. to the regional manager. Yeah, exactly. So he's you know he's got a reason to be there, sort of. But yeah, getting your computer fixed at the same already, time. You, already, you already know that there's a, there is a meeting room. <laughs> so if you need to go somewhere private, where while the geezer's doing your that's computer, the uh, investigation office. Oh, it's probably been used for an investigation at the Absolutely. time. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Karen Roper, my new secretary. Although you can all use her. Oh, as an actress said to a bishop. <laughs> nice to meet you. Hello. Welcome. David, uh, can I just ask, why have you hired yourself a new secretary when you're having to fire people like Alex this morning? Different people, different jobs. Seriously, the first instance of this episode of Malcolm being an absolute prick. Just fuck off, Malcolm. Yeah. God, he's, God, he's annoying. He's a knob, isn't he? Yeah. There's just no need. It's just, just oh, fuck off, Malcolm. <laughs> Slaphead prick. <laughs> Ah, oh, that felt. Mm. I feel good now. <laughs> it won't be the last time though. He's he's gonna get it another time. Yeah, the pressure's getting to him, and do you know what? You can you can kind of understand it. There's a bit of uncertainty about his job, but he's an old bastard, so he yeah. can't. He just fuck take off. the redundancy and retire early, and fuck off, Malcolm. Yeah, you Penfold cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, strong. <laughs> <laughs> he introduces Karen Roper. Yeah. Know? Anyone else can use her? In Malcolm's defence, he is making a good point. Yeah. David, fine. why are you uh, hiring secretaries when you had to fire people, good people like Alex earlier? Um, well, he comes up with some bullshit, doesn't he? Yeah. Seems to get his way out of it. Yeah, some management speak. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, fuck off, Malcolm. I do, I do like the start of that that scene where um, you're showing Cam around, he's got the flat Eric... <laughs> um, I brought that in. <laughs> Again, another one great for a uh, an audio podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, we're gonna have to just tweet loads of images of this week's podcast. I think that's a great a montage. Maybe, maybe there's a market. I don't know. They, maybe we could create a platform where um, you can you can watch the 
podcasts maybe i don't know what you call it um like youtube but you, but you could oh yeah that's a great idea yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could watch it and then listen to it at the same time that'd be amazing should we, should we do that yeah ah oh, <laughs> right quick delete this <laughs> delete this so no one can get yeah, it stop this bullshit yeah <laughs> so we see why um david's walking karen around and that's basically to go and grab tim have a word and uh Turn him around, maybe find out why he wants to leave and sort of change his mind, really. It's great that he thinks that he's got this capability where he'll go in, what's up, mate? Yeah. And he'll, he'll turn it all around, everything will be great and he'll be the hero. I, I don't doubt him. I think he'll sort it out. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're not convinced? I'm not on this Not on this showing. Nah, I think Tim's made his mind up. I just love got the, his plan. I love the way it just descends into essentially... An argument from basically, <laughs> what type of boss am I? Oh, you're a good boss. Yeah. Good boss. Oh, put, put good. And great boss. Great, but put, put great. Put great yeah. And then the minute that he says, perfectly reasonably, I don't particularly like my job, he he sort of goes on a backlash on him. And for some reason just involves Karen as well. And just stop moaning, get out there. <laughs> Do some yeah. work. He it's, takes uh, um, takes it very personally, doesn't he? An attack on the, the job. He kind of... It seems like he's really emotionally involved in his role and in the company, in, in the paper. industry. Yeah, exactly. Were, were uh, you like that when um, when you left the paper industry? I could tell you some hilarious stories about paper. They are hilarious. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to think hard now. Um, and yeah, I oh, can't mate, put it away. <laughs> Steady. Um, yeah, I can't think of one good story about paper. It's That is a shock. Yeah, there's none. Maybe it was because I didn't have a boss like Brent. Potentially. Who, has, who does have a boss like Brent? No, that's the thing. Well, exactly. It's a real he's, shame. He's a one-off, isn't he? Maybe you need that in paper. Maybe that's why he was so successful. <laughs> he livened it up enough yeah. to uh, yeah, to keep people in, intrigued and involved. Um, maybe. It's like an alarm clock's gone off and I've just got to get away. I think it was John Lennon who said... Uh, Life is what happens when you make another plans, and that's how I feel, you know. Although he also said, uh, I'm the walrus, I'm the Eggman, so I know what to believe. So Tim's talking head. Um, it doesn't seem like his meeting with Brent has had really any effect. Um, he said, you know, it's it's like an alarm clock's gone off, and uh, he's got to sort his life out, basically. Um, also, he says that life is what happens while you're making other plans. Quite a good one, that like that. Yeah, you know we're all we're all busy, busy, and before you know it, you're Malcolm. You're Malcolm, complete arsehole. Bold, miserable, and ready to retire. But have you ever had an alarm clock moment in your life, Steve? Has that happened to you yet? Um, most mornings, I'd say. Hey, <laughs> um, uh, good nah, one. I'm I'm still waiting for that moment when I realise I'm a fuck up. <laughs> I think we get a few It'll tweets. Come. Yeah, a few people have told us already. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've told you. Uh, Steady. Yeah. Oh, harsh. Um, but yeah, so you know, maybe maybe Tim's right. He's he's got to sort his life out, and um, he's ready to go back to uni and and sort himself out. A few of those little got motivational, inspirational quotes in this episode, didn't they? Yeah, I noted a few of those. The dawn um, with the rather be at the bottom of a ladder, you. Want to climb than halfway up a ladder you don't. Yeah, another great point. Talking of uh, of Dawn, it's still a bit awkward between the two of them, isn't it? Tim's um, Tim and Dawn are kind of trying to organise what we said last week. Still go for that drink. Yeah, that's never going to happen. Well, oh, or is it? Hey. In reality, that sort of stuff doesn't happen. Yeah, in, I think if in their situation, in any other scenario, yeah, they're that's not that's that's just going to fizzle out now, isn't it? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, it's a shame. Now Gareth's uh, making a noise, annoying everyone. Shredding. Oh, it says annoying when people shred. Yeah. Is there any need for it? I think that I mean we've just got waste paper bins now. Exactly. We've got a bloke that comes and collects it. All yeah. of our shredding. But you know he's official. Well, is, exactly. Is he, is he not taking that round to rival companies? May as well hand it out to rival <laughs> companies. Yeah. Do you know, the thing about this though, in the last episode, we saw Donna call Gareth a weasel-faced ass, ass-faced weasel. Yeah. Um, 
Now, this this episode, she asks if he can stop, and he's nice as pie. Yeah, he's, but he's just smitten, isn't he? It's a Jack, bird showing him a bit of... Jack and his wheezing around. Jack and mm. saying, oh, I'll, I'll be nice and see if she'll share it about. I just don't think he's got any balls, really, when it comes to women. I don't think he can... Mm. You can stand that, and and I think it's kind of a gentlemanly, um, maybe hierarchy within him that he basically, if a woman tells you to do something, then you know you should do it as a man. Oh, in that that respect, he's yeah, a, a resp- good guy. that's the word he's, I was looking for. Yeah, respect. He's a, a chivalrous guy. Chivalrous, I like it. I think that's a word. I think so. Yeah, yeah. if it's not, no, we know what, not. we know what it means exactly. No, he's got showing his chivalry. <laughs> well, don't overdo it. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh, I've learnt a new word. I know words. <laughs> I know all the words. Talking of um, shredding. Yep. Little question: If uh, you were a piece of stationery, yep. What would you? Uh, what would you be? Good question. Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say probably a laminator. <laughs> Why? Because uh, I like to leave. <laughs> A glossy film on everyone that I come oh, across. Oh, that's like a blind date <laughs> thing. That is. Uh, I could take me out with that. Couldn't that's I? decent, though. That yeah, <laughs> that might that might make. Um, yeah. What about you? Make my new profile pic. Um, I've no idea. I've I've said the question and not thought about it properly. But what comes to mind is a hole punch. Or oh, is it because it's hard? Cause <laughs> punching. Because I'm fucking hard. Um, no, I like, I like, you know, you, you not really use that often, but when you are, everyone gets that lovely little bit of satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> well, we see later on the episode how um, how a whole punch can be treasured. Exactly, yeah. And you, you can be used at weddings as well. <laughs> Confetti. There you go. Yeah. Don't get it on the carpet. <laughs> Jenny's back. She's yeah. coming in. It's D-Day. What I like about this this uh, this scene is as Jenny comes in, she asks who Karen is. Yeah, she shrugs. Don't know. <laughs> I love it. He's, Just styles it out. He's uh, he's been betrayed by her once in his eyes, and that's it. She's dead to him. <laughs> no more Just am I telling her the truth. In the in the bin already. Exactly. I like that. I like that he's got the uh, the brass to um. Go, yeah. Nah, it doesn't matter. I'm doing what I want. But. She's got some good news for him. Yeah. Well, good news and bad news. <laughs> well, yeah, he's uh, she's been made a partner, and the board five to two. Landslide. It is a landslide. Yeah. The board have voted five to two in favour of you taking the job. Vote for me, five two. There's only seven on the board, isn't yes. it? So it's five out of seven. Now I did. That's see a landslide. As you can imagine, um, there is a. A quiz on landslide. <laughs> well, oh, I ca- I cannot wait to learn about landslides. Um, this is I'm actually a little bit excited about this. I say it's a quiz. It's more of a question. Yeah, that's fine. The most deadly landslide in recorded history happened in Peru in 1962. Right. Um, but how many fatalities were there? Oh. There three thousand, three thousand five hundred. Or 4,500. Whereabouts was it to have that many fatalities? Like, Was it a big event, wasn't it? Um, I don't know. Wow, you probably, can't know this stuff. Probably like some little village or something, wasn't it? Well, maybe. Mountains, I don't know. Um, that's, a, that's a horrible um, amount of deaths from a landslide. Um, I, I don't know where to go. I think, what was it, 3,500? It's more. It's 4,500. 4, Wow! Imagine that, eh? Yeah. Um, there's no no comedy to uh, not really no to be drawn from that. It's um, um it's just one of the more informative aspects of the pod. Well, you know, it's um I think it's important for people to know that landslides can be dangerous. Yeah, and so be careful. You're not looking at that whole pie, Jenny. Word of Hog is one big pie, and if they've let me in charge of that one big pie, I'll be in charge of the the pie and the people of the fruit. And I don't have time for the pie, pie thing, thing. You don't want it, no. I'm saying. Okay, then. Following on from the pie and Jenny not looking at the whole pie. There we go. Pie quiz, um, I'm sure. Pie quiz. Ah, oh, brilliant. So I was looking and I thought, what, what can I look for for pies? Um, 
and the obvious largest, world's yeah. largest pie. I think that's generally so, where you go, isn't it? You want to know what the biggest is all the time. Yeah, that's what your missus says. We. Hey. Um, that's why she's with me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, love. So, pies. World's biggest pie. Is it A? Twenty-eight thousand pounds. This is in, <laughs> this is in, this is in weight. I was going to say why? Why is it in weight? Uh. Is it twenty-nine thousand pounds or is it thirty thousand pounds? Um, I don't know how many midgets that is. <laughs> oh, are midgets bound by weight? Can you truly be an overweight midget? There'll be averages. Yeah, true. There, are, there are always averages. Um, I have no idea. All I know is that those are very big numbers for pies. And it's a significant amount of pie. Do I know what um, the pie had inside it? What flavour was it? That was going to be a supplementary question. Oh, okay. Because I think that might give away the secret to the weight, maybe. Okay, I'll give you that. It's is apple. It, is it like a coal pie or a <laughs> steel pie? It's um, an apple pie. Apple pie. Nice. I'm going to go... Do you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and go, it's the biggest. 30,000. 30,000. That's correct. Get in there. That's correct. And I want to know, what was the diameter of the pie? Uh, now so, you're getting mathematical on me. Is it 30 foot, 40 foot, or 50 foot? Oh, that's huge. I suppose it has to be to be that massive. Um, I'm going to go biggest again. Was it 50 foot? Is it, uh, you've overestimated. It's uh, only 40 foot. Yeah, of course it would be. But um, relating everything back to midgets... That would be 10 average size midgets. <laughs> or like head to toe across the pie. Yeah. Oh, I'd well. like to see that person. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> well, there's pie quiz for you. Oh, I think we need a theme tune for that. Someone <laughs> will sort one out for us. I mean, what, I, what I get from the from this episode is, or from this scene, is um, that despite Brent's um, loyalty to his branch, at the first opportunity to scrim over for his personal gain, snapped it, up, snapped up the through, job, he? didn't he? Yeah. Um, Do you think uh, he took it um, a bit quicker because of the the weight of the vote? Because it uh, was so strong in his favour, it was kind of like a, oh my, like he's he maybe thought that maybe he was a bit more well thought of than he maybe initially thought he was, and therefore he's got to take it. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. I think to be fair, it's human nature. If someone says, you know. I mean, seventy-one point four percent of people. If they want you to do it, what, what are you going to exactly. do? Exactly. You know, it's peer pressure, if anything. But yeah, if 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 that much of the board are behind you, again though, it shows we think he's a bit of a buffoon. But five out of seven must, must be doing something right. He's doing something right. Yeah, we keep saying it. The uh, it's a bit of a screw job. It's a documentary, isn't it? They've they've um, yeah mugged him right off. But Gervais has said in in recent podcasts, you know, there's. He wants to be liked, and there's a camera there at all times, so there will be times that make him look like a prat. Yeah, that's that's his uh, his flaw, isn't it? He's looking for he's looking for the popularity, and um, yeah, so he's doing everything to to make that happen. And he's kind of been sucker punched by finding out he's popular with the board as well. So, following the the news that there has been a landslide vote, and he's accepted the job, um, everyone's outside, and they want to know they what the hell's know, going on. They? He told Malcolm earlier that Jenny's coming in. Um, Twelve o'clock was it? Yeah, GMT Greenwich Mean Time, and um, they're going to find out what's uh, what's going on. So of course, as soon as she leaves, there's a little uh, little gathering around the office, as, do, as there would be. I do like as they're leaving, and she says she's still here about <laughs> Karen, and she just shrugs. Shrugs again. <laughs> yeah. Um, Malcolm is a fucking ballad. Oh, he's the ringleader, isn't he? He's ringleading the uh, the, uh, the the crowd, mob. the mob, um, and obviously taps on the door, and uh, yeah, look. He wants to know. That's what I love about that as well, where he just gives a little facial, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> walks into the office and closes the door. He doesn't know how to deal with it, does he? <laughs> he doesn't know uh, yeah, what to say to him. That's when he decides to drop the bombshell about his promotion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can't, not, couldn't help telling. It's probably not the best time, in fairness. Yeah, I think, again, Malcolm, he's a prick, but he's got a point. It's not, there's not good news for them, is it? No, it is the irrelevant news. <laughs> there's good news and bad news. The bad news is, Neil will be taking over both branches and some of you will lose your jobs. Yeah, yeah. On a more positive note, the good news is, I've been promoted. 
you're still thinking about the bad news, aren't you? Yeah. That's maybe something that we can uh, we can start tweeting out. Irrelevant news. Bad news and irrelevant news. Yeah, I like that. Have you got any irrelevant news off the top of your head? Should I give you some time to prepare quite, that one? Quite literally me? off the top of my head. I had my hair cut today. That's some irrelevant <laughs> news for you. Um, we, need a, we need a bong, like <laughs> they used to do on XFM. Bong, had hair cut today. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, say yeah. some irrelevant news. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's going to care. Looks nice, by the way. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> Did know, you just, know, did you just drop that in there because you wanted me to tell you that the hair looks nice? No, no, she's an audio podcast, but don't think I didn't see that look. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't you just love Steve's new haircut, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this part I like because Malcolm gets a little bit of his comeuppance. Yeah, I enjoyed that. He's there and he's giving it the big one, you know, wanting to dig David out. And um, he doesn't really get the answer he wants, does he? Well, even... Even though I think they all want to kind of push Brent into the corner of basically going back on his word. I think Malcolm would enjoy that. That seems to be what he's teeing him up for every single time. Yeah. But Brent's been promoted, so fuck him. Finally gives him some reassurance that yeah. their job security. You're not all going to lose your jobs. God, just... Right, you're not going to lose your job. You're not going to lose your job. You know, you're not going to lose your job. So let's get it in... Perspective, yeah. Come on. They all think he's a wanker. After the the talking heads of him telling about his promotion. Yeah, they're not happy. Um, reckon he's been sold out. Um, which he would, to be fair. He's told them on and on. You know, look, I'm gonna sort it. I'm gonna look after you. You're not gonna lose your job. You're gonna be safe with me. I'm um, not gonna mess with my children. I yeah. Am, if no, anyone does, no one's gonna touch my kids. So. And uh, yeah, they've they've put their trust in him, and um, it looks like he stitched them up. Don't trust anyone. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, I mean, there is a uh, people are upset in in this episode in in this branch. People are you know they're gutted, rightfully so. They're going to be made redundant or lose their jobs or whatever. Um, but then Gareth seems to be more upset that he's breaking up with Brent. As opposed to having an actual sort of loss of his job. I love that he finds out from the interviewee as well. Yeah. Da- David Brent's leaving. <laughs> what? And then that's it then. He's straight in the office, isn't he? Oh, bless him. The squadron never dies, does it? Seen that film? Uh, I've got a video. Well then, yeah. And it, before he goes into battle, he's playing with his dog and everything. <laughs> Nigger. Yeah, that's not offensive. That's the dog's name. It was the forties as well before racism was bad, isn't it? So, first time you see some that genuine weakness from him. Yeah. Because he he's a soldier and you know tries to give out this hard persona, but uh, he actually looks really gutted and he looks genuinely heartbroken. Well, soldiers can be emotional too, Steve. I mean, he'll he wants to take the guitar. <laughs> In the end, sells for a so, whole punch. Take something I can reorder. <laughs> Even with taking a bit of stationery like I said earlier he's got that confetti from the whole punch you know it's got yeah. that matrimonial feel about it absolutely yeah very good like it um, and what was the film he says you know come on stiff up a lip like the damn yeah. busters yeah I'm not going to talk about the dog yeah we won't mention the dog we'll stick well clear of that I think good good swerve and he says oh that's it then is it the old team on the scrap heap no that's going to be like us when we're, <laughs> After this podcast. When we're forced to bin this off. Yeah, uh, it could be sooner rather than later. Yeah. I don't see it as letting people down. Uh, if this is a family, then maybe it's time to cut the apron strings, let them stand on their own two feet, because you can be sure if they were in my position, they'd take the job and go, yep, yeah, thanks. You know, we're off. Thanks for the opportunity and the great jokes. So David mentions there about cutting the apron strings and he's, you know, he's held on for too long. Um, one person that did hold on for too long with their children was Joseph Fritzl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, no way. I mean, it's not... This is awful. It's not totally relatable. I mean, (laughs) he's looked after him in a branch. He locked her in a basement. You know, but there are similarities. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Um, But my question is, how long did he hold his daughter Elizabeth for? Ah, oh, it's was not it, that long was, ago either, was, was it? it? A, 20 years, 
B, 24 years, or C, 28 years? Uh, Someone's telling me 28 years. I can't remember. Um, I'm going to go with it, though. That was the gut. It was 24 years. Uh, I don't know what she's complaining about. It wasn't 28 <laughs> years, was it? Yeah, she got off lightly. Seven kids. <laughs> oh, Unbelievable. I mean, that's, that's a weird one, isn't it? It's a rough one. We talked last week about people with weird fetish sort of lifestyles but that is I think that's that's a, wrong it's a bit far calling incestual rape a fetish <laughs> <laughs> it's nation yeah. extreme <laughs> yeah like you know it's a bit weird but sure do it do it on your own time I'm, you're not sure, I'm not sure you're going to find that on Pornhub <laughs> although saying uh, that I reckon if you type that in now saying that don't this, this is a question why is all porn these days about stepmom and stepchildren. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> so someone's got to know. Stitch her up there, and I. What? What is this rise of step parent porn? What's all that about? Um, it's a good question. <laughs> I want to know. It's wrong. It's just wrong. I don't know. Does it? Uh, I've I've not got any um experience of step oh. mum and dad, so it doesn't. It it's not ever been in my. Uh, consciousness, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, never a vibe, but it's just yeah. weird. Yeah. Why is everyone wanting to shake their step parents? Why do people want plots in porn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're getting off to the just like the the script and the editing. Pop knobbing funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh dear. Um, There's a bit of extras crossover there. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the real hardcore would have got that. Yeah. Talking of hardcore. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, see. It's all related. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, it's a good it's a good question, and I, yeah, I know if if you have got an answer to it, then um, keep it to yourself. Or or do you like step parent porn? I don't want to hear from anyone. <laughs> I don't want to hear from yeah. any of those people. <laughs> yeah, if you have, don't talk to us. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> well, after all that, <laughs> time to head to the staff room. Yes, please. Let's, let's do it. What's been uh, what's been going on there, mate? What's happening this week? Um, I think the the funniest thing I've seen this week is the um, rate my plate. Ah, oh, I do seems, like it. Seems to have been everywhere. Poor Carol. Carol got um, slaughtered. But to be fair, she deserves it. That fry up was an absolute disgrace. <laughs> um, there are some things that just should not be on a fry up. It's just horrendous. But I mean, it it definitely um, it rest- it restores my faith in humanity. Because some of the some of the replies that some of these dishes have got, <laughs> and some of these deluded idiots, I'm sure they're doing it to get slaughtered on purpose. They must yeah, be. there must be like a comment um, kind of um, fetish again, fetish <laughs> more fetishes. But yeah, the, um, there's some people. I bet they just want to be commented on. It's a bit of um, yeah. what do you call it? It's a bit of exposure, a bit of attention for them. I actually had a rate my plate experience at work. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. It didn't ever get onto that kind of platform. But we did tweet Gordon Ramsay at the time. I had oh, yeah. some I remember that. Uh, crumpets with some beans, um, the kind of plastic burger cheese, and some torn up pieces of ham. That sounds absolutely on the same fucking meal. revolting. It was terrible. Um, it, it it was terrible in its look, but um, it tasted brilliant. I mean, all the ingredients are there are golden. <laughs> what have you just found there? Oh, it's just absolutely horrendous. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> um, no, I'm not. I'm not. Not even ashamed. I would have loved Gordon to get involved in it though, and validate it. Yeah, well, like you say, I needed that comment. I needed it to be slaughtered. Oh, filth! <laughs> what is that? That is, this just burnt. It's just been set on fire. A full English. Are these more um, visuals that nobody can see on the podcast? Yeah. yeah. We definitely need to change the format. That <laughs> what is that? Uh, that's right. raw. So we found this sausage with smiley face tatties, spag hoops. <laughs> okay. And not one thing on there is cooked. Nothing looks at, <laughs> at all cooked. <laughs> the comment, the picture of the toy kitchen. <laughs> oh, was it cooked genius. as a lamp? I did see. I did see one comment actually. It was something similar with something that it looked completely raw, and someone had commented, "What was it cooked with? Her breath." <laughs> uh, it's like the cheese on toast one, which was uh, just cheese on bread. 
if someone throws your toaster at you while you're in the bath. <laughs> uh, you got to love the public sometimes. I do love a bit of abuse. I think that's one thing that the British especially are really good at, is getting behind <laughs> abuse. Peer, peer bullying. Yeah, but in a sort of funny way as well. But do you know what I think it, what it is, is that person has posted that picture, and generally you get it on Instagram a lot, people put pictures, I'm guilty of it because I'm an expert baker, you know, you, you put a picture on there to kind of show off a little bit. This person's put a picture on there to show off. And then thousands of people just absolutely slaughtered up. <laughs> and killed it. But um, you wouldn't put that. I mean, those pictures aren't showing up, are they? No one's knocking that up and going, ah, oh, yeah, look look what I've done. Oh, or maybe you, they are. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I think you're... Um, you're Am I over, overestimating you're the public? You're overestimating the, the public. People are fucking idiots. <laughs> well, they listen to this, so... Well, some do. <laughs> Prove the point. <laughs> what about you, then? Um... I've had a, a little email actually this week, or we we both have um, a bloke called Matt Levine has got in touch. Um, Matt, thank you for sending it sending it through, and he says, uh, "What's up, fellas? Big fan of the podcast." So I'm not sure about him already. Um, <laughs> he said that he reached out a few weeks ago, but he spelled our email wrong um, and actually got in touch with a different out of office podcast, um, which is actually about traveling the world. So maybe we need to have a word with them. Um, they were shocked to open their inbox to see vulgar Finchy quotes. Probably had no idea what I was talking about, but they ended up giving me a shout out on their Mexico City episode. That's um, nice. And he's attached a screenshot of his initial email, um, which opens with one up the bum, no harm done. <laughs> and give me half an hour with her, I'll be up to me nuts and guts. <laughs> And they've replied saying, hey, Matt, thanks for the email. We directly address you on the first section of this week's episode. So that's, that's amazing. I think the challenge really is how many more office shout outs can we get on the out of office travel podcast? <laughs> <laughs> can we just infiltrate them with nonsense yeah, and filth? That would be what's that? What's her address? Uh, it doesn't say on here, but I will tweet it out. Yeah, let's try and get as many as many finch quotes to them as we can or in fact just just quotes yeah office quotes to the out of office podcast which is about travel um so you can send them uh, send them to us um at out of office podcast at gmail.com or on twitter by using at out of office pod underscore um and yeah send them through and we'll uh, we'll try and collectively see how many shout outs we can get on another podcast. Yeah, we'll that's def- that's not weird is it? No, not at all. They'll be happy with that. We'll definitely retweet the best ones. Yeah, definitely. It's the end of the financial year and spirits are in the sky. Straight into the party. Party started. Going on up to spirit in <laughs> the sky. that voice again. Oh, it's beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, all bunged up, full of snot. Yeah. Love it. Um, spirits aren't in the sky, though, are they? Not particularly. They're on the floor. No. They're all going to lose their jobs. It makes you wonder, would you go to that party? Uh, and just shove up their ass. Probably not, no. That's a good point. Um, it depends. If it's free bar, mm-hmm. I might go and have yeah, a few. True. And you probably do like your colleagues, you just don't like your boss anymore. So you might go get get a bit larry and kind of all collude yeah. in slagging him off maybe to be fair that's that's not a bad shot um no. it's an excuse to get pissed isn't it? and if no one goes then i mean the episode falls apart <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh i'm glad they did turn up well gareth definitely turned up oh he's there and he? he's on the warpath absolutely munted he's definitely someone who's just been broken up with he's going out and he's getting larry and he's gonna get anything he can well, he does well, doesn't he, really? Yeah, to be I fair mean, to him. So dreadlocks on girls, what are you saying? Um, This particular one, yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It works, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, fair play um, to him. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not against girls expressing themselves in any way, Steve. Oh, hello. You know, I've always said that. And I, I, I think trying to trip me up on a, you know, a platform like this is unfair, really. So, yeah. I apologise. Good. I'm glad. You're going to be alright, aren't you? Yeah, I work hard, I earn my teeth, but unfortunately, the history books are full of just people who toil and 
fight for worthy causes and the freedom of others and yeah, yeah that's, that's the most profound thing you've ever said, mate. Yeah, and you do all that only for foreigners or women or disabled to take advantage of it. Can I withdraw my last comment? It's kind of saying things like that that leads Tim to think that that girl will be out of his league. But um, apparently she's up for that. Well, we, even after later on in the episode, we see her knocking her out. <laughs> He's showing her taking his, her uh, to the floor combat moves yeah. to uh, yeah to woo her. Um, before that, we see Brent walking into uh, walking on sunshine. Brent's arrived, yeah, um, and you know he's got some news. Grabs the mic. Just come from a meeting at head office where I was officially offered the job as UK manager. Um, and as you know, taking that job will mean a lot of you will lose your jobs. Uh, and I'd just like to say that's why I told them to shove their job up their asses. <laughs> So you're staying here? Yes, we all are. We'll incorporate Swindon. So, you know, hip hip hooray for David Brent. Hip hip hooray. Yeah, no, stop it. Seriously. So there's Brent turning down the job. Big turn up, yeah. I mean, after all of his excitement earlier on, he's loved the landslide and now he's, he's turned out, he's made the decision to stay true to his word. What a hero. Good man. Let's hip hip hooray for David <laughs> Brent. <laughs> No, stop it. To be fair, he's one of those, he's done it, I think, because purely he wants to be the hero, doesn't he? He clearly wants that, he wants that limelight. That's more important to him, isn't it? Yeah. The, the, the bunts. Extra, the extra bunts. Yeah, for you, yeah. you know, it's not, that's not what it's about. I think, um, I think he's done the right thing there. I, I, like, I sort of, you know, had a big smile on my face watching that. I thought, yeah, he's come yeah. through. Because it was all down, wasn't it? Well, yeah, as far as far as we know to this point, um, you think, yeah, what a legend. Yeah. He's been so selfless. True. And yeah, he actually is a good bloke after all. Yeah. Hero. But, Three um, cheers for David Brent. <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> after we uh after he's done his, his selfless deed, everyone seems a little bit more relaxed. You see Lee come over and get Tim in the headlock. Yeah, what's going on here? Yeah, you're asking about my girlfriend and all that. Um, You'd shit yourself, wouldn't you? If Lee came up, what's going on? Oh, it's not getting into shitting ourselves. We've, <laughs> we've covered uh, a lot of that. So yeah. two or three? Can't remember. Yeah. yeah, probably most of them, to be honest. Yeah, they're, they're all going to have a reference in, I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah. Um, the thing is, he, he doesn't seem to me that like he'd be that hard. But I think Tim is just soft as shit. Tim's isn't he? wet, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's just he did panic a little bit because he did ask her out. Mm. Um, he's just a normal bloke, isn't he? He's not interested yeah. in fighting, bless him. Yeah. He's uh he's more of a philosopher, isn't he? Well reads books and that. Exactly. But it's a good prank to be fair. For yeah. It's a considering some of the other ones which seem a little bit spiteful, at the end this was kind of a ruffle his hair after and go, Now nah, you're alright. They are sort of like, like good, a big brother. Good mates, aren't they really? But there's an undertone. I think maybe Lee knows that Dawn fancies him. Yeah, I think um, he's it's probably one of them he's he doesn't like him, but he has to be nice to him because Tim is Tim like the gay best friend, isn't he? Yeah, Dawn's best mate. Yeah, exactly. You see Gareth um, trying to get lucky in love. <laughs> Have <laughs> you ever uh, pulled anyone on the dance floor, Steve, by showing them some combat moves and knocking them out? Yeah. Well, I've, I've, <laughs> of course you have. have. Have we not ever shown a, a girl how to palm smash the nose through the brain? <laughs> that never worked for you? Uh, no. Oh, uh, I've never thought of trying that. That was one of my best moves. <laughs> uh, Fair I, play to him. He, yeah, chucks her over at one point, doesn't he? And that's it. She obviously likes it rough. She loves it, yeah. Let's not get into that. Oh, kinky. <laughs> well, you don't know if um, Ricky and Donna. Yeah. They liked it rough. <laughs> nah, no. Yeah, show's over. Show's over. Don't yeah. need to know about it. Um, talking to Gareth. Yep. Fancy a little bit of... Uh, Kettle over a pub. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. He's thrown the kettle over a pub. What have you done? Right then, so for our brand new listeners, of which I'm sure there'll be a huge amount, um, kettle over a pub is basically where we talk about your office, or not necessarily office, but just your achievements. So as Gareth rightly says, he's thrown a kettle over a pub. What have you done? We want to hear what you've done. Um, So this one, Steve... Yeah, has come in from Charlie, Charlie Todd. Charlie Todd, <laughs> good surname. Uh, yeah, I'm 
Uh, sorry, love. I'm uh, just off for a Charlie Todd. <laughs> um, he has photographic evidence of Again. someone always, creating a. Always good on an audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's a running theme. We've attracted idiots. Um, <laughs> he has photographic evidence of someone basically achieving a long hour and a half sleep sitting up in their chair. At work. At work. No, no work. It wouldn't have been that much of an achievement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Charlie just takes photos of people asleep in their chairs. Um, no, yeah, it was at work. Fair, fair play um, to him. Which I mean, to go to sleep at work is an achievement. Depends for that long, uninterrupted. Fair play. Is it in a open office? Uh, he hasn't specified. So we're going to uh, Charlie, Charlie. We're Char- going to need to know a bit we, more detail. We want this photographic evidence. We're going to need. We're going to need the photographic evidence as well. Um, is it in, in, in an open plan office? That's an incredible achievement. <laughs> I want to know what kind of chair it was. You know, like the standard office chair. No, they're not. No they're arms. not. They're not sleepable. Is that a word? Sleepable. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is now. It'd be. I think if that was me, I'd end up falling asleep and sliding slowly off it. It'd slowly, slowly what? go away from me. While spinning around. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, the achievement just gets better and better. But it wouldn't be fair to our listeners if we didn't do our due diligence and get the photographic yeah, evidence. Yeah, we need, we need the evidence to tweet out. Exactly. Yeah. But talking of spinning chairs and stuff like that, have you, um, have you ever done office rubbing? Uh, we um we do sort of we've got quite a good space where we can um like with one push see how far you can roll right okay so that's kind of our game it's like a bowl slash curling but with office chairs what um what me and a guy i used to work with what we used to do is we used to do um (laughs) we used to call it double cocks rowing (laughs) with our chairs brilliant so we have our have our rolling chairs one hooks their feet underneath the one in front yeah and then the first person will push backwards and then you just Perfect. do a rowing motion <laughs> and then to, if if you get enough people to do that in a long enough space you can have some great races <laughs> yeah i think again if you, anyone wants to send those in if someone's um, got if someone's got a video of doing that excellent they're easy to set up i quite like the, the, the where the camera is stationary and then you just see a couple just yeah. row, row past. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. If we get some videos of that, please, that'd be fantastic. Absolutely. We're not asking for much. Come on, people. <laughs> Start messing around at work, please. We are giving you some free beer after all. Absolutely. He's trying to get low repub. What have you done? So, back into uh, back into the party. And Brent's basically, you know, he's lording it up. People are coming over, slapping him on the back. And he's saying that the thing with leadership is sometimes... You have to sacrifice yourself, mm-hmm. and he's sure. spot on. But Ricky and Donna come over, and he's still not having any of their uh, no. their love. He's, he's. I think once you've burnt your bridges with him, that's it. That's it. Trust you, is gone. You're done. You know, and fair play. He said, you know, look, I'd prefer your respect individually. Um, but yeah, what can you do? Exactly. Gareth uh, chimes in again. <laughs> they probably did oral. Yeah, they probably did. I I would imagine. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was the early twenties. Do you say twenties or noughties? I don't say. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd go, I go for that. I go two thousand. Oh, two thousand or whatever. Yeah, that's probably. A, Plus, probably. what does that even mean? Do people not do oral anymore? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to be. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't even know what the word. Normally, you go like, "Oh, it was the eighties, yeah. so anything went." It was the nineties. It was all crazy. What are the yeah. noughties known if it, for? If you were talking about fingering. Fing, fingering. Fing, fingering's dying out. Yeah, that... <laughs> we'll campaign that. <laughs> Make fingering great again. <laughs> oh, I said no one ever. <laughs> oh. um, but we find out from Malcolm again. Malcolm's a prick. Yep. But is, is Brent really being truthful to everyone? Mm, this is a, a bombshell at the end of it, isn't it? Yeah. Is he? Did he turn down the job or did he not get it? What do you think? I don't think he got it. <laughs> I think he failed the medical. Yeah, I think it's quite, it's quite clear, isn't it? <laughs> and, and Brent is an absolute master of spin, and oh. he's been able to to spin it round and and make it look like you know. Absolutely. Did I did I fail the medical? You know, I did it for you. The thing is, Malcolm. He seems like he takes more pleasure in knowing that than it is keeping his job. Oh, like, I what, said it. Malcolm, just fuck off. Malcolm's only only role in this series seemingly is to just call Brent out and. 
try and it's almost like he's acting up for the camera a little bit as well yeah, he wants to be seen as the schneidy little know-it-all absolute dickhead no yeah, no, no one likes a know-it-all even if you are right and even if you are doing it for the greater good and you're panicking about your job fuck off Malcolm Specky Bellend I'm not alone no no So we're coming to the end of the night. Uh, Gareth's pulled, and um, Dawn's trying to find out when Tim's leaving. Time for the slow dancing. Oh, I love a slow and, dance. Um, yeah, Tim looks a little bit forlorn, doesn't he? He looks. So it's a bit unsatisfying, really, because he's sort of sat there on his own. Yeah. He looks like he's been mugged off yet again, and he's the throughout the series. He's the kind of the. He's the one people want to root for. You know what I mean? You want Tim to succeed. Exactly, yeah. Um, and it's not really worked for him, has it? No, he's sat watching everyone else, isn't he? Mm. So. But then we do find out he has got some good news. Yeah. That he's being moulded to be the new Brent. New Brent. Um, he's been promoted as well. Extra 500 quid, guaranteed a year. <laughs> guaranteed a year. <laughs> Which, you know? I mean, you break that down, mm. you're not seeing that, are you? No, no chance. Um, yeah, so he's now, what was his role? Uh, senior... Sales clerk. Senior sales clerk. And you've got to look at the, the whole pie. Yeah. Vis-a-vis. Vis-a-vis. And you can just see Dawn's like, oh my God, what's going on? Um, she's not happy, obviously. She thought she had a... You know, you have that friend at work who's a bit negative with you. Yeah. When you don't like it. And they're your kind of... They're your... I don't know, your, your solace, aren't they, a little bit? Mm. You can go and have a bitch with them. And now he's he's, he's kind of been pulled back into the organisation. He's becoming one of the man. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Brent's Brent's conversation maybe he just needed another go at it yeah he's got it now hasn't he? bit of conversation bit of extra bunts job is good <laughs> everyone loves that um, and yeah with a bit of networking like you say he can move up the ladder um, doesn't matter which ladder yeah. any ladder any ladder with bunts at the end <laughs> as we said we're happy with that what do you reckon to the series then final um, final episode this episode's a bit of a it's a strange one, isn't it? Because we've had some absolute bangers with obviously the quiz, training, new girl, and then um, it's not a it's not a kind of all guns blazing ending, is it? It's it almost a necessary ending, isn't it? it yeah. It, it it kind of brings everything to a nice conclusion. Yeah. But it hasn't got the same quotability as <laughs> some of the older. What episodes. you're trying to say is, it's a difficult one to do a podcast on. <laughs> not entirely. I mean, it, as long as you can talk about midgets and. Fingering yeah. and stuff. Well, absolutely, and I mean, you know, that's all relatable. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think it, it's one of them that if you were watching it live or as it was released, you'd be like, oh, there's definitely going to be a series two. Yeah, you oh, know, there's course. one coming. Don't yeah. You? Um, so yeah, we will look forward to um, seeing how the characters develop in the next series. Yeah, we'll certainly be back for series two. Um, but what we we do want to let our listeners know is. Um, that we've got a special series one roundup show coming up next with James Buckley. Yeah, you might know as Jay from the Inbetweeners. Oh, so uh, oh, celebrity friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got um, we've got a friend. Yeah. So um, the uh, fusion is there. Yeah, Inbetweeners so meets the office. We'll be having a, a roundup of series one. We'll have, of course, a nice big quiz for Sam and James. Um, Fantastic. And we, you know, we want to hear some of your questions. We've got. Um, what is essentially sitcom royalty absolutely let's try and get he, some, he, some good Gareth's questions he, for him he told me to call him sitcom royalty by the way yeah. <laughs> um, we did, haven't signed up didn't. to a massive contract have we where he we've didn't. got a, a kind of you know pander to this celebrity Oh, what's his rider like what's he want oh you don't want to know oh no um, do I need to bring some more <laughs> <laughs> some more vas? but um, yeah it's it's going to be a really really good show we're looking forward to that one um, so we want to hear your questions um, get them in it doesn't matter we'll be crossing over you know we'll be talking about The Office we'll be talking about The Inbetweeners and we'll be talking about White Gold as well which is series two of his new show coming um, if you haven't seen yep. that that's fantastic to be fair yeah um, definitely but yeah but the, this week we'll We'll be doing a lot of social media stuff. We'll try and get out there. We might even film a bit of the episode next week. Oh. We'll get some stuff on Instagram. We'll 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 go big with it. <laughs> we might film it. Doesn't necessarily mean we'll release it. 
Yeah. Well, we might course. watch it back and go, nah. We might we might film all of these, Ooh. but it doesn't mean we release them. Oh, fair shout. Yeah. Well, you might not know you're being filmed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure I can get you to sign something. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, we'll catch up for a roundup next week. Any thoughts about series one? Do get them in. Um, open forum. You know, we want to hear your thoughts. Again, so email us at out of office podcast at gmail.com and our Twitter out of office pod underscore. And yeah. don't forget to get some free beer. Enjoy it. Yeah, get yourselves over to uh, beer fifty two slash out of office and uh, get yourself a free case of beer. You know the free beer? Yeah. Have you ever watched uh, Sunday Brunch? Yeah. You know where they do the cheers? Yeah. Cheers, Tim. Yeah. Cheers, Simon. <laughs> I want to cheers, Sam. Cheers, Steve. Yeah. With your free Beer 52 case. Yeah, P- pictures and videos of your free beer would be fantastic. Perfect. All right. We'll see, see you soon. Series two. Crack him. Bye. Right.